Welcome to Risk Ready, presented by the Private Risk Management Association. Welcome, everyone. This is Spencer Holden, host of Insurance Thought Leaders Podcast, a Private Risk Management Association production. On our show today, we welcome someone who needs no introduction, Ms. Diane Delaney. Diane is an accomplished insurance professional with a career spanning nearly two decades in the industry. She brings a wealth of experience in helping independent agents and insurance professionals enhance their sales and service skills. In her current role, Diane strives to provide PRMA members with resources and support, fostering their professional growth and enabling them to deliver exceptional protection and peace of mind to their high net worth clients. And I can say that PRMA is just so fortunate to have Diane at the helm. Uh, the value that she's brought to the organization, the thought leadership, forward thinking uh, mindset is just so refreshing. Diane, so glad to have you on the show today. Welcome. Thank you, Spencer. I'm so excited to be here. So why don't we just start with what are some of the new initiatives and tools that PRMA will be bringing to the table in 2024? Right. Uh, try and keep this short and sweet, but there's a lot of things, as you said, that the team and I are really excited to be working on. Um, first, one that's more near and dear to my heart, um, and it's something you and I both saw at the summit where there was a lot of uh, feedback from our members talking about, you know, regardless of what's happening in the industry, they need more tools to continually sell on value. Um, so that is something the team and I are really working hard, hard on. And starting in March of this year, we'll roll out the first phase of this selling the value type program that we'll be offering to all members. So initially, any member of PRMA could participate in this, wouldn't call as a webinar series. It's going to be just these different components that help us sell better on value. And each of these series will be a building block. However, we're building it in a way that any member at any point can join on call three if they wanted, if they feel their skill set in call two is uh, a little bit more advanced. But really to highlight some of the learnings that will come out of this. The first call we'll be doing is one of my favorites, and it's more on the behavioral and personality traits of us, but our clients as well. And I think it's trying to relate this to when we are selling to clients in a hard market, it's really thinking about that client who, you know, this is probably you, Spencer, it's just give me the facts. Like, I don't need to know everything under the sun, but you know, lay it all out there for me, very brief. Um, to our other clients that are a lot more detailed and logic-based, maybe they want more information. So the first call will really be about understanding our behaviors, our clients' behaviors. Then the second workshop that we're offering is more on the prep. So when someone joins an agency or an organization, they get the technical skills to do the on-the-job training but sometimes they don't take a step back and think about what's really going to make me different or stand out from other agents in this space. Or when it comes to even picking up the phone or talking with a prospect, sending an email to get an appointment, what are some of the words that you're using to get that appointment? Third call, probably one of the more important ones in this space is all on the discovery framework. So when we are really meeting with clients. And we know these discussions year after year may revolve around price. How do we get ahead of that? 
Um, and this call will be really interactive with the other members on the line where we hear about how they're successfully carrying on questions and client uh, questions to their clients. But we'll also be spending a lot of time building those cheat sheets with the individuals on the line. And then the last component will be really focused on, you know, how are we not leading with price and the solution and really how to overcome those common objections we're all getting in this space. So I love it. And it's been one of my pet peeves for years is the client puts us down a rabbit hole to want to think about price as the buying determinant. And you're right. How do we train ourselves to pivot that conversation to talk about value proposition? Not all contracts are the same. So um, excited about that. And another example of where you're listening to the needs of your members and, and bringing it forth. So good for you. What's uh, what's next on your list? Next on our list is the CPRA designation. So that is one of our more popular courses that our members take advantage of to get their designation, which you know historically has been an 18-month process. Somebody wants to start the designation. Um, it's going to take them a good year and a half to complete it. But we've listened to our learners over the last year or two where they've said that, you know, they want to complete this a little bit quicker. The year and a half seems quite lengthy. So one of the things that they'll see this year is that we are offering these designation courses at a quicker pace. So people will be able to complete them in close to 13 months as opposed to the 18. Uh, but second to that, and more importantly, is really modernizing how this course is being run. I mean, any of you that received your designation, I mean, the the team that built these original courses did a phenomenal job doing that, but so much has changed over the last several years. So we're really modernizing the look, the feel of the content, but more importantly, all of us were bound to our desktops when trying to complete this designation, which isn't really realistic to our lives today. So this year, the learners will have the opportunity to download an app and be able to start taking their designation courses on the go. So you could be in the airport. So there's no excuse, Spencer, why you can't start it. I thought the uh, podcast host got an honorary designation. Isn't that true? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. And I, and especially with the next generation, they're on the move, they're in the car uh, to be able to complete this coursework on the go, I, I think is smart, really smart. Thanks. That's our plan. What's next? Then the summit. I mean, the summit for us is always a really exciting time. Holy summit 23. How <laughs> many people? We ended up with 633 people. I mean, the vibe was impressive. It was. So it was. How, how can you make the summit better in 24? I don't know if that's going to be possible. It is. There's a lot. As good as that vibe was and as excited as we all were leaving it, there's still a great amount of feedback that came from the event that we're working off of. First and foremost, and we love the city of Chicago, but we had to take it out of Chicago. So this year it will be based uh, in Arlington, Texas, October 28th to the 30th. And it will be at the brand new Lowe's location, which will sit right between the Dallas Cowboys and or, uh, Dallas Cowboys Stadium and the Texas Rangers, which basically summarizes all of my knowledge on sports. Um, but it is in a good location for any of you sporting fans. Um, but also from the education standpoint, which is our biggest component, um, while the education was phenomenal last year, we know that the individuals attending wanted to be challenged more. So we will be, uh, you know, we're really starting to work on those topics now, what it'll look like. 
And last month we hired our keynote speaker. I won't reveal the name yet, uh, but he is going to be a phenomenal building block from Nicole Malakowski. Um, his focus is really going to be on unstoppable resilience. So it'll really build upon what Nicole taught us last year and take it to a whole new level this year. And what's his name? No, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you'd slip. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can we pivot? I I joined the board, I guess, a little over a year ago, maybe mm-hmm. a year and a half ago. And I, you know, I, was, I was a founding member of PRMA, so I feel like I know the organization well. I didn't know the organization at all. I learned when I became a board member. Um, I really haven't kept up with the offerings and some of the value that you bring to members day in, day out. And I had you actually, uh, a few months ago, I had you do a little dog and pony to my team to tell them about some of the value proposition uh, and coursework that PRMA offers. And they were blown away. And now they're utilizing the organization much more than they were. I think it'd be important to maybe talk about some of the things that PRMA offers that maybe people don't know. So how about a top five resources that the association offers that every member should be aware of? Absolutely. And I'll say you're you're not alone. Uh, when I was sitting in my role at AIG for a number of years and being a part of PRMA myself, I, I never leveraged what I realized existed in house. So love to highlight a few, especially being in this side of it. I see what our members tend to favor more. Um, so first is our collaborate site or what's called our all member forum. So anyone as members have access to it. It's not open to the public, but it is a way for you to collaborate with the other 5,000 members that we have. More specifically, when it comes to questions that you have. Um, So for example, someone's trying to place really unique coverage in California or in a unique location, and they have just exhausted all type of um, areas, and they just want to throw it out to the membership and see if anyone has any thoughts. Um, So while the all-member forum is not perfect, it is a fantastic way that our members are helping one another. And it's also a really, I've had a lot of people say that they have not posted a question there, but what they love is going in and seeing the questions others have because it's very similar to theirs. And that's where they're really learning about the different service providers in this space or just what other people are doing. And they realize they're not alone. Yeah, and I'll just add on to that. You're right. It's even if you don't have a question, just keep an eye on that board because it could be a future need. And we had a situation where we remembered that that question had been asked several months ago. We couldn't remember the answer though, but we were able to go back and find it. And um, so just reading it every day is a great way to learn more about the industry. And I'll say too, I have some people that say they want to ask questions, but they don't want someone to read their question and say like, how did John not know this? Uh, But there is a way to go in anonymously and post your question. So your name is not there. It just goes into what we say, like a moderation. So my team would just approve just to make sure no one's posting anything negative towards another broker or carrier. Great. What's next? Another one is going to be our best practices library, also known as the Joanne Hildebreidel best practices library. That is really our education database. So anything you want from a job aid, a cheat sheet, listening to a webinar, a lot of what we've done at PRMA is housed there. Um, So you'll see any 
job aid we gave out at the summit housed in the best practices library. Any webinar we ran last year from the reinsurance webinars to just even bring in a baseball card appraisal collector, we've, we're housing the webinars there. But we also realized that some people like myself, and I can bet yourself as well, if I send you a webinar to re-listen to it, you're not doing it. But what we do provide when we have approval is we'll upload the PowerPoint that was delivered in that folder. So let's say you just want to download the PowerPoint or uh, Samantha, my team does a phenomenal job of just flipping a lot of these webinars into these one sheets, these one pagers that you can just download and really get the Cliff Notes version. So it's a, and there's a way that you can even filter out. So if you want to, and I do this regularly, if I know I have a media interview on cyber and I need to just freshen up on it, I'll go, I'll filter out by cyber and I can see any sort of the tools or resources that we have available. And it's such a good library, but I think it's so underutilized because our members don't know how to access it. So we are working. It's not something I got into and in what we're doing for 24, but you'll see by the second half of this year, our website will be going through a whole modernized look. So being able to access and find this will be much easier. Yeah, the Cliff Note version is something I have used, and you're right. And it's not because I don't want to listen to the webinars, it's just you don't have time. Uh, and I think Sam does an incredible job of taking a salient points and getting it down to one page for IDs like myself. That's it. What else is on your list of things that are underutilized or uh, should should be utilized? Yeah, and I would say um, it's hard to say that our chapters are underutilized because they're significantly growing, but I don't think the membership fully grasps what chapters are doing. Um, so we have now 19 chapters that are part of the organization, and we're not just domestic-based now. We will have a UK chapter, we have a Canadian chapter, and then across the U.S., and the chapters are just these regional locations that are made up of multiple states. And there are chapter leaders that are either from the carrier side and independent agents. So they're working together to plan virtual events or in-person events at least once a quarter. Um, but I know when I was outside of PRMA, I wouldn't bother to look into another chapter's event because I felt like if I'm not based in Illinois, why would I even bother to attend their events? And I have to say a lot of the educational content that they're bringing to their chapters are not even specific to the region. So they're just great speakers to listen to. Again, I know we all have only so much time on our plate, but um, there's one, and I know, you know, these podcasts, they get outdated when you're listening to them, but the Pennsylvania chapter is doing a great presentation next week with the Federal Reserve on the 2024 outlook. Like, I don't sit near Pennsylvania. Yes, I'm in Jersey, but it, it is a, a virtual event that I would be attending. So I just encourage the members, if you just go on our main webpage, you could see all the events that are happening. You don't have to pay attention to the chapter specifically that's doing it, but if it's a topic that interests you, by all means, you are more than welcome to get involved with the chapter. Is, is there, you've mentioned now that sometimes you can't find things and you're going to redo the website. Is there some sort of a cheat sheet or webinar that will guide you through where to find things on, on the website? We do. We have a quick tutorial video that you can watch and it shows you the layout of the web page and where to pop into. It really just summarizes this podcast probably. Where do I find that? You know, we can attach it to this podcast, but we'll put it on our webpage too. 
That's a good idea. Let's, we'll link it. That's super. Anything else you think is important? Is there anything else you think that members need to know about? Um, so there's two other areas. One is at the end of the year, really throughout the year, we know that people need their CE credits. And they'll reach out and say, is there anything that PRMA offers? Now, what I will say, and you'll see more of this coming towards the end of the year, is that we're taking a closer look at offering more continuing education courses and like their one credit pieces. But on our Academy page, which is in our tutorial video, we have three on-demand courses on family office, elements to ensuring value and cyber. And those courses are self-paced. So you just, it, it's a small fee to take them because you they do give CE credits, but depending on your state and the course you've signed up for, you can get anywhere from three credits up to eight credits. So not just for the CE itself, if you need the credits, it's that the educational content is all what we need. And last? Uh, so this was a committee that I don't want to say I was surprised about, but I didn't realize how much they were accomplishing a PRMA. So we have a DEI committee, which again is made up of the independent agents and our carrier side. And it, these individuals that meet once a month are truly focused on bringing more diversity to our industry, um, even to the younger generation that is coming. Um, and it's really motivating to see what they're doing. So if you were not aware that there's a DEI committee at PRMA, it's a great way to get involved, especially if you want to do more in this area. Um, and there's a ton that they touch upon between scholarships and just these uh, webinars and chats that they tend to do internally and, and their presence at our PRMA Summit. Um, so I encourage people to check out the DEI webpage. They are doing program. incredible work. But I, I think that leads to something I just thought of, and that is people, you know, I've been blessed to get involved with PRMA and, and love my interaction with everybody, and I get more out of it than I than I give. Other people have asked me, how do I get involved? Um, is there a way, I mean, there are committees, uh, how would somebody that wants to get more involved with PRMA, are there opportunities? How would they go about investigating those opportunities? Maybe speak to uh, somebody that wants to dig deeper into the organization? Yeah, of course. Um, it's a good question. It, it's something that I, it makes me happy when I get this from, uh, especially at the summit, you know, somebody will come up to me and say, how do I get more involved? Uh, which is great. And it's what we want. We are a volunteer-based organization and there's so much talent in the industry. Um, and I know all of you are working like crazy in your regular job. So finding time to dedicate to PRMA is a stretch, but I think it's it's rewarding for all of us. Uh, there's a couple of ways to get involved. One, the easiest for some of you who are not going to listen to this end of this podcast is just you can send me an email. Just find me and say you want to get more involved, and I'll have a separate discussion with you of what's available. Uh, the other way is at the end of January, there's going to be a newsletter that PRMA sends out, and it will link you to a form, which will also be available on our webpage, which is a call for leaders. And when we do the call for leaders, we explain to you different ways to get involved with PRMA. So for example, we have, and I've had a lot of people already raise their hand to be a part of the summit planning committee. And that's really where you're going to come and get involved with us on the education topics that our industry needs. And it's not just providing the education topic, but I have a lot of these planning committee members that 
raise their hand to bring subject matter experts to the tables and they really prep their sessions or they become moderators or hosts there. Um, even to, we have a couple of what we call collaborate ambassadors. So I spoke about that all member forum, but we have individuals who will monitor that forum. And if a question's unanswered, they'll try and go out and reach out to a subject matter expert that could potentially answer it if it's not themselves. Um, then I mentioned before, we have the DEI committees and there's a bunch of different micro committees underneath there that individuals can get involved in. But then there's also what I call micro volunteering, which is maybe you don't know what you want to do, but you know you have expertise in a specific area when it comes to education. So if you are a subject matter expert in our industry on a particular topic, we'd love to get you on, whether it's this podcast or it's a fireside chat that we're doing or a webinar. Um, but I don't really know about that until a person comes forward and says they have the expertise in that. Um, so there was a number of different areas to get involved. And I mean, the easiest, if you don't want to do our form, is just to reach out to me or anyone on the team. I think we do need to remember this is a member-driven organization yeah. uh, with yeah. amazing leadership with you and your team. Uh, you. We can't thank you enough for all that you do for us. I know you closed the summit with some advice. Um, that I think was poignant. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but if you do, uh, do you want to end the podcast with uh, some advice when people are looking for help? I do. And this was taken right from Nicole Malakowski's keynote speech, but it is okay to ask for help. And what she pushed was no good accomplishments were accomplished alone. So, and I, I do believe at times PRMA needs your help, uh, but even for yourselves, look, look towards PRMA. If you are struggling, whether it's sales, you know, come to us now. If it's your CE, um, if you want another designation, you know, we hope we are, you know, a good partnership for you as you look to grow and advance in your career. Diane Delaney, President, Private Risk Management Association. Have a great year. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us today for the Risk Ready Podcast. We encourage you to subscribe, download, and review our podcast. Until the next time, stay risk ready.